joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. 12 minutes from the downtown area. The, the property has such an amazing opportunity to be a year-round uh, opportunity. For so, sure. And we do that now with school trips and you know the science and conservation work and, and some of the things that we do with our elementary and, and high school kids with the ropes courses and you know there's retreats that happen there and meetings and events like you know what's happening uh, soon. This is a special second episode for the week. We don't typically do this but whenever we have a backlog and we're trying to get them out quickly we give you extra episodes. We do release one episode every single Monday, and you can find this on all your favorite streaming services or at fortworthroots.com. You can find information on events and our sponsors at the end of the show. Today, we want to shout out one of our sponsors at the beginning of the show, Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can go to roofingsolutionshauck.com. Their number is 817-692-8496. And today's episode is intrinsically tied to an event we have coming up Saturday, April 22nd at the uh, YMCA Camp Carter located at uh, 6200 Sand Springs Road, Fort Worth, Texas. Again, this is Saturday, April 22nd. Starts at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's going to be live music. Last year, we had 330 classic cars, over 88 vendors. Something around 10,000 people showed up to this thing. It's going to be incredible. And just the location is reason enough uh, to go out there and check out this event. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that with our guest today. Again, that is going to be Saturday, April 22nd. And yes, Fort Worth Roots will be there. Uh, We'll have our banners up, taking pictures with people. Come see us. Our guest today is the president and CEO of Metropolitan Fort Worth. And today he has come out here to talk to us about YMCA Camp Carter and briefly tell you a little bit about himself and the event that we got coming up on April 22nd. That is enough talking out of me. Please give it up for our new friend, Mr. Mike Brown. Let's start the show. All right, so a busy day for you. Uh, what all did you do today? <laughs> well, uh, we have a lot going on. So, you know, all the communities we work with. So we've been restructuring, realigning uh, really where the why is, mm-hmm. uh, both from a staff standpoint as well as just operations. Right. You know? So uh, it, it gets busy during this time of the year when we're getting ready for summertime and closing out programs. And mm-hmm. so it just, uh, it adds. So you're missing some sleep. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah a little <laughs> bit, yeah. Well, I, I uh, we're going to dive into that a little more here in a minute. I've, I kind of put some show notes together, uh, which is not totally typical lately, um, but I wanted to make sure we got this all covered correctly. Uh, so I've got you, Mike Brown, President and CEO of Metropolitan Fort Worth with us today. Yes, it's the official name is YMCA of Metropolitan Fort Worth. Okay. Yep. And uh, what area does that cover in for is it the entire fort worth area is it specifically uh, a region of fort worth yeah so um our y is over all of tarrant county except arlington okay um and then that includes fort worth and many other cities and communities right and then also johnson county and parker county Mm -hmm. and then we are in the process of adding 10 additional counties south west and north um, and you have all of Tarrant? Yes. That is a lot. All, all of Tarrant except Arlington. Arlington right, Arlington's right. in Tarrant, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. a piece of it, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, we have, we have 
10 physical branches, 12 total branches when you count, and then about 55 uh, locations as far as programming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are now looking at YMCA's in many other counties, whether that's a mobile YMCA or a leased space or a partnership or even building new ones. Now, with with that big of an area and that many properties to uh, oversee, I imagine everybody's got something specific they do at their particular location, right? They do. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I was going to ask you, what kind of is the mission statement for your region, but it's probably all-encompassing, right? Yeah. So, our mission is to put Christian principles into practice through programs, services, and relationships that build a healthy spirit, mind, and body for all. Okay. So a, peop- a lot of people, when they hear that, that you know, there some people have this history with Young Men's Christian Association, which is actually what the YMCA was, right? A uh, hundred and seventy-five years ago. Okay. Um, but obviously, in today's world, uh, the Y has certainly uh, made the changes to accommodate all of our communities. Uh, so I always tell people it's to put Christian principles into practice, but we are. Um, we may be a Christian organization, but we are not an organization of Christians. Right. Uh, everybody is welcomed. Everybody is welcomed on our staff, volunteers, as well as our, our membership. Yeah. No locked doors. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not at all. So where are you from originally? I'm originally from Visalia, Tulare, uh, in Tulare County, California. Okay. Um, now, what area is that? Because that, Yeah, that's so that is uh, Central Valley. Okay. So it's the place no one... Has heard about. Okay. When I throughout my life, when I say I'm from California, they thought, "Oh, where's your blonde hair? Well, <laughs> how, where's your surfboard?" And yeah, uh, you have nice weather. No, I lived in the valley, uh, which is hotter than Texas. Really? Uh, and you ever been to Trilingua? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, they get up there. Yeah. Um, and then you know that's where your uh, oranges, uh, a lot of uh, cotton. Uh, all kinds of a lot of your walnuts okay uh, as well as so very um, rural a lot of agriculture a lot yeah. of agriculture a lot of dairy farms um, you know it's a very uh, I, I always called it kind of a western culture yeah. but nobody knows about that part of California unless they've been there right yeah. right so what, uh, what what drove you to the professional side that landed you towards uh, YMCA? Where did you kind of start your journey? Yeah, so um, I've been all over, even as a child, moved around a lot. Um, went to high school in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Okay. Um, grew up mostly little, in California. Far from home. Yeah, yeah. a little far. Uh, grew <laughs> up in California, but uh, I think in fifth grade I was in Garland, Texas, cool. then back to California, and then end of middle school and almost all of high school in Narragansett, Rhode Island, then back to California, and I graduated uh, my junior year uh, at a high school, Tulare Union High School. What was Um, with all the moving as a kid? uh, So my mom and dad uh, divorced when I was younger. Okay. um, And, you know, through a couple marriages, uh, you know, we were taken to different places i did that too yeah yeah so, so a lot of people think oh it was your family military right like, right no, that's no. what i thought you were yeah, gonna a say a lot of transfers a lot of you know uh differences but i uh made a decision uh to go back and be with my father mm-hmm. uh and my stepmom in california when i was 17 um and probably about a year and a half later ended up at the ymca yeah uh, and i've never left okay and what yeah. was your first job at the ymca so I was the uh, 
Well, I was a counselor in uh, camps. Yeah. Um, and worked for both day camps at the local level and then at Camp Tulacoya in uh, the Sequoia National point? Park. It's about 18, yeah. 18 and a half. Yeah. yeah. Was so, that your first job? Uh, no, no, no. I started working when I was about 14. Okay. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah. I think I actually picked up my first job the day I turned 15. Like all the applications had been in. They yeah. Got a, they yeah. got permission from my parents and yeah. that's yeah. day one. I actually <laughs> had a paper out. <laughs> okay. So I delivered papers and then uh, worked in a restaurant called Mary's Restaurant in okay. uh, Rhode Island and then took a job at Denny's and did that for about five months mm-hmm. and realized that restaurants were not going to be uh, where I would yeah. be. Um, and then really uh, went to school to be a teacher, uh, got connected with the Y. I went to Y when I was little, uh-huh. um, so I'd grown up in the Y many times in, in programs and mostly in camps and after-school programs and so forth and got a job. Actually, the, my first application with the Y, they denied me, and that was the uh, they resident didn't know camp. what they were missing. That's right. And then I went and applied <laughs> in another division of that Y, and I got the job. Yeah. And then the other Y, or the other uh, department, after they found out I worked there and saw what I was doing uh, in our youth groups, asked me to come <laughs> work nice. camp, and I said, you denied me. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I got my start there, and I was full-time, uh, I think right at the end, almost, I, I was 19, but almost 20, mm-hmm. uh, full-time director position, and then I left when I was 24, uh, after I got married, and followed my boss to Houston, and worked for the Houston YMCA in three different areas uh, for about six years. And then at 27, 28, I took the uh, CEO position of a small Y in Gainesville, Georgia. Wow. Um, there was no Y. It was a program. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the concept that people think the Y is a building, there was no Y, but there was a Y. Huh. Um, it was one of the smallest Ys in the country. And how does that work? You don't have a building to bring people to. Right. So... Um, that that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to teach people here. Yeah. Uh, when I came here a couple of years ago, is that we need to stop being defined by bricks and mortar. Yeah. Um, because it's what we do, not necessarily what where we, we do have yeah. or where we do it. Right. <laughs> so, being somebody who started out as a CEO in a very small Y, yeah. um, I think there were 980 Ys in the country, and I was number 980. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> we had. Um, like 18 child care centers uh-huh. uh, which were in schools doing after school programs we had summer camp at five locations we had youth sports baseball football uh, basketball all without we, a building we did all those in churches community yeah. centers uh, and in school uh, cafeterias uh, then we did some teen programs and really started to make a uh, connection within the community and then started to raise money uh, to build our first facility so we did that after I think my first five years there. Wow! Um, I was in Georgia for about nine years. I was also the youth pastor at a Methodist church, uh, so I was CEO of a small Y, uh, independent Y, and then a youth pastor of a Methodist church in uh, Claremont, Georgia, and did that for about seven years. Do you have time for hobbies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, so yeah you like to stay busy, don't you? Yeah, I do. Um, I do, and it's a it's a fault of mine. Yeah. Um, I do the same thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, you know, ended up um, leaving the church. Uh, we had two young children of our own, five and seven, and then adopted two teenagers oh, wow. uh, through that process. And um, Not foster, adopted. We adopted. Okay. I did not want to foster. Yeah. Um, I wanted uh, to only meet uh, youth that parental rights were terminated because I couldn't do the whole they're in one day and out the next. Yeah. 
Um, so we, uh, I took a job in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, I was told that, uh, you know, Forbes magazine just said that Rockford, Illinois is the third most miserable city in America. <laughs> and I said, great, sign me up. That's uh, where I belong. Yeah, so I was there for about seven years uh, and then wow. took a job after seven years. Uh, my boys stayed there. Uh, and then the two younger ones and my wife moved to Syracuse, New York. Okay. And I took a job of a large Y there. Um, you know, there's been a path, though, that I, I don't explain all the time. And um, when I was in Rhode Island at 17, I uh, took about 180 pills in, in an attempt to end my life mm. uh, with an attempted suicide. And, you know, people started listening and my dad came and got me yeah. um, during that time. And uh, teachers and, you know, folks uh, listened. Uh, and then... Um, you know, throughout life, I, I always wonder, like, what, you know, what's next? And I'm always trying to prepare for, for other people, for my family, anybody. But um, then 9-11, uh, when the towers were falling, uh, I was called into the hospital. Um, we were expecting our first child uh, right at 38 months, or excuse me, 38 weeks. Uh, and they were letting me know that uh, he was uh, not alive. Mm. Um, so... Unfortunately, family couldn't get to Houston because all the airports were shut down. Right. Uh, I always tell people during 9-11, a lot of tragedy happened, but we have to think about what happens when family can't get to family. Yeah. Um, and so eventually people made it. My mom made it and so forth. But So we lost Nathan, uh, and I took a job to get my wife uh, home, and uh, that was in Gainesville, Georgia, where there was a small Y, and so mm -hmm. moved her there. Had Abby and Colby, our, our two youngest, and had a great time. Uh, really enjoyed it. Loved Rockford. Met a lot of great friends. Went to Syracuse six months later. My wife was at the eye doctor. And you know that scan that they want you to pay $30 for? Yeah. I tell everybody, pay the money. Yeah. Because in that scan, they found a glioblastoma tumor uh, in the back of her eye. Uh, and if you know what a glioblastoma is, you have about 14 months to live. Oh, my God. Um, and so we were told that uh, my wife was not, uh, it's not something that you can cure. Uh, so she had two brain surgeries and died right out about 15 months. Uh, oh and my. so during that time, I didn't get to do much at the Syracuse Y because yeah. I was constantly taking care of her. And anybody listening that knows what a glioblastoma is know that that brings you down pretty quickly. So uh, my kids at the time were 13 and 15 uh, when they lost mom. Uh, it was right during when, when COVID was kind of making the news. My wife uh, passed away. It'll actually be uh, three years uh, this month. Um, and so during that time, I, I did resign from the Y and kind of took a small sabbatical. And the kids and I all discovered that New York was not where we wanted to live. <laughs> and if anybody's been to Syracuse, it's 25 inches of snow and it's flipping cold. And we just weren't having it. Yeah. And so uh, I said, if we're going to move, and the kids said, one more, Dad. This is it. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I wanted to go back to Texas awesome. and uh, found Fort Worth. Many people here in Fort Worth say I finally came home. Um, but, uh, yeah, so journey has been a rough one. You know, uh, I, uh, I, I wanted to find time today to listen to our uh, – we, we did a very short recording last yeah. year at the River Oak Spring Fresh Car <coughs> Show, and I'm remembering some of the story. Now, we didn't go into this much depth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm glad you guys made it here. And I remember telling you that last time. Like, yeah. y'all, y'all found the right spot. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't even have to ask yeah. you what you think. Yeah. I know, I know you, you, yeah. you picked the right spot. You know what's really crazy is I met somebody here in Texas. Mm-hmm. We're getting married in August. Uh, life is, uh, it's been fast. Congratulations, uh, man. And uh, my Thanks kids great. are absolutely uh, love. Uh, Stacy and it's just been uh, it's been wonderful so we're, we're getting married in Mexico uh, taking the whole family and we'll we're just going to get away Cancun okay so we've got three graduations high school and college between our two kids or our kids so family vacation graduation and a quick ceremony and nice life is moving on nice. uh, and I don't mean move on as if we won't remember but sure as my kids say dad it's time yeah 100% <laughs> man yep so yeah, Fort Worth has been good to you. So it has, far. yeah, it's been great. So glad to hear that, man. All right, well, we covered all the YMCA stuff. Uh, we just kind of went off on that. Um, but I was really curious about your first position because you hear a lot of uh, people that I sit down with, CEO, CEOs, presidents, people that are higher up in a in a company. Sometimes they worked for a long time at another company and and climbed the ladder. Yeah. And then they kind of make a lateral move over to another organization. Right. But you started from the bottom and worked your way all the way up. Yeah. And yeah. so that's that's really encouraging to hear because you, you rally a lot more support from your subordinates that way, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it, it really, every Y is its own 501c3 operation. So they're tied together in name, but they're completely different organizations because okay. the Y is owned by the community. Mm-hmm. And so you still have to apply for jobs that you go for. Yeah. Um, that's what I love about the Y is I could live anywhere I wanted and do anything I wanted. I didn't have to stay in the same place for 30 years. Yeah, that's right. And I think is. that's what kept me here, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I think, you know, whether you're in youth development or in any business that you have international access and the Y is in 130 countries. So. Yeah. You can go anywhere you want in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what languages you speak. Right. Right. (laughs) Probably can help. help. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These translators are getting wild, though. Right. Yes, they are. Pretty soon, I don't know that we'll need. uh, I just put it on AI. (laughs) Yeah. Just just switch that uh, chip in your head over to AI and let it do the work. Right. so I wanted to to cover a little bit about River Oak Spring Fest Car Show 2023. Last year was a crazy success. Do you know the headcount from last year? Like I know it was over 1,200 people, um, and yeah. it might have been more. It, it, the, so the guy. <laughs> so that off was, the top of my head, I don't know the exact number. But there's so much space out there right. that whenever I heard the number, I was like, "Really? Yeah." yeah. But the guy that was counting heads at the gate counted 7,000 people before he just gave up counting. Right. He's like, that's enough. Yeah. So when I was there, I felt like, oh, this looks like about 1,000 people, right? Yeah. Um, just so and I heard out. that astronomical number, too. Yeah. You have to think they weren't all there at once. No, they so weren't. So people were yeah. coming and going and uh, enjoying it and enjoying the festival, the music, the car show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even somebody else was coming. Yep. So the traffic was heavy the entire time. Yeah. So... I was told, and correct me if this is bad intel, but there were zip lines going and kayaking and horseback riding. Yeah. See, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, so we have <laughs> we have an equestrian center at yeah. camp, so the horses were out. But that's um, how big this place was. Yeah, I was yeah. right in the middle. I saw right. none of that. Zip lines <laughs> on the other side of the lake. Yep. Uh, some people were fishing, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. it, just, it, it just was a really good time for everyone. Yeah. yeah. There, there was something to do for everyone and i have a feeling this year is going to be even better i think so yeah because yeah, yeah. we we really didn't know what we were getting into right. last year yeah and i was very I, I wasn't much help but i was i was trying to help as much as i could sure yeah. um but uh 
I, the community really pulled together. There were so many different organizations out there that were participating in making that thing a success. Right. And I know that we tried to get the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile back this yeah, year. Yeah. I think maybe they had other plans, but, uh, you know, we've got everything else that we had last year and more. Right. Yeah. So. Well, and I think the thing I kept hearing is people were like, I had no idea this was here. Right, yeah. And that's the thing, is you're going to drive through a whole bunch of residences and mm -hmm. kind of an older road, and, and then you're going to be welcomed into about a 400-acre uh, piece of property called yeah. YMCA Camp it's Carter, wild. and it's, it's crazy. And that, that's what I try to tell everybody, yeah. is like, you don't understand, like, just this location is worth venturing out to on a Saturday. That's right, yeah. Because you're in the middle of Fort Worth, uh, 11th largest city in the world, that's right? That's right, yep. And uh, whenever you get into the tree line of Camp Carter... That's all gone. Yeah. You're just in the middle of uh, yeah. wilderness. People don't understand that 10 minutes, I think it took me 13 minutes from my office downtown, and all of a sudden you're in this beautiful area yeah. that yeah. you can just forget everything else. Right, right. So, yeah. So the, uh, the, the rebranding process that we kind of talked about, uh, I think we spoke about this last year. I know that it's been kind of on my mind, and I've, I've been wanting to connect with you, but you're a busy dude. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I was just waiting patiently for us to get a chance to talk about that. What, uh, what are we shifting from, and what's it going to turn into with this rebranding process out there at Camp Carter? Yeah, so we're, we're really looking at everything we do and, and trying to um, really think of camp beyond summer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, around this time, there's so much that happens. And when you're, you know, 30 minutes from the airport, uh, when you're 12 minutes from the downtown area, the, the property has such an amazing opportunity to be a year-round uh, opportunity. For so sure. when we do that now with school trips and, you know, the science and conservation work and, and some of the things that we do with our elementary and, and high school kids with the ropes courses and, you know, there's retreats that happen there and meetings and events like, you know, what's happening uh, soon and, and then summer camp. And mm -hmm. so we are, uh, we have not rebranded it in name yet. Um, because it is a part of the Ammon Carter Foundation. Right. And We're not going to lose the name. No, no, no. But we are really going to look at what is the 12-month opportunity here? Because if our, if our companies know that they have a retreat center where they can stay overnight. Right. Um, and there's a full kitchen and lodge and, and, you know, all kinds of activities to do. This really can be a place nearby that folks can come to, whether it's a day, half day, or even overnight. And so, uh, so kind of like a business retreat right. situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have people, we have a chapel there and some people get married, uh, at Camp Carter. Uh, and then we have, you know, ropes course and team building programs. Uh, we've had more than uh, 250 military individuals that are there helping to work nice. uh, and improve camp and improve roads. Do y'all have kind of a deal worked out with uh, we do. Carswell? Yeah, they're, they're very much a part of uh, cool. what we do at camp. Okay. So For our listeners that don't know, Camp Carter is located, I mean, y'all almost share a fence, yeah, right? With the do. base out here? Yes, with the base. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a uh, the opportunity is there. We we hired uh, I believe Ricky either just started or was coming. Oh yeah, Ricky, uh, and he has an accent, right? Yes, he is has he an Australia? accent, Australia. Yeah. Uh, and so Ricky has now been here officially a year, okay. and so this will really be his first summer that he had the opportunity to plan yeah. and be ready. So camp has improved. Uh, in the numbers and uh, certainly on the finance side that's that's helping us keep it going mm -hmm. uh, there was a time that I was concerned we weren't going to keep it open yeah 
Um, and Ricky has really turned turned that around. That's and awesome. So he's excited. He's you know he's really um, working hard to do the master planning for the future uh, capital campaign to reinvent and reinvest in that property. Um, but we've got to get the master plan done. And we had a consultant. Now we've kind of are on the search for the next. Uh, to help us with kind of the strategic plan and the development of that property. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And that's just one And that's facility. just one location. <laughs> yeah. That's one location. <laughs> if you haven't been to camp, though, it is worth coming to this event. Yeah. Because you can see it in action. And parents, everybody, they have no idea that this is available. Yeah. It's such a wonderful location. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And, um, again, that's going to be April 22nd. I don't remember the start time, but I think it's at 11 o'clock. There'll be more information on that. You can go to the River Oak Spring Fest Car Show page on Facebook. They also have a website. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be an excellent event. And, Mike, uh, should we go ahead and tell them how much tickets are? Sure. Go ahead. It's complimentary, folks. <laughs> the The fee has been paid for you, okay? I've learned uh, you don't call stuff free anymore. Right. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a paid for event like people have already paid for the event for you so um what else what what uh, what's ymca going to do differently this year out there at uh, the car show well um you know as i i, I think that you know I, I thought about it on the way up here ricky i should have had ricky come with us well we know? can we can get ricky yeah on. and and ricky <laughs> could really compliment uh, our talk because he's been working with everyone to plan this yeah um you know, last year, we, I mean, we had vendors, we had activities, we had music, we had awards, we had the car show, and there were tons of cars, beautiful cars. 300 and something Yeah, cars, I mean, yeah. it was amazing, you know, and then, like you said, there was horseback riding, and, you know, you can sit and have food and, you know, just watch the different bands that we're playing. I mean, yeah. it really is a good time for the whole family if they, if they want to be there. Yeah. So, I don't know every vendor that's on the list, um, but... Uh, Last I, year we had 88. Yes. Yep. And I was told, I believe, that all of those vendors are coming, and then we had a lot more new right. sign up. Yeah. So, I mean, you, uh, one of the vendors I went, I can't remember, you might, uh, they, they were making coffee and lattes, mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. I got a nice coffee and then walked, and there were art, arts and crafts. Gladney was there mm-hmm. uh, educating people about foster care and adoption. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- you were there. You Casa Manana was interviewing, right, there, right. Not Casa Manana. Uh, <laughs> Casa of Tarrant County yeah. was there with them. Yeah. Too. Everybody yeah. has been uh, really. Um, responsive and and wants to be a part of this yeah 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 and i i think probably you're you're gonna end up in a situation where it's going to become a week-long event eventually sure yeah i don't know it's yeah. just it's so incredible it could yeah that i, I could see that happening yeah yeah well maybe. if you want to see amazing cars meet great people and just uh, have a good time with your family it is the place to be and fort worth roots will be there we'll have our banner set up and you guys can come take pictures with us and hang out um are there any other organizations that you deal directly with on a regular basis? Kind of like you, you just mentioned Gladney. Are there other organizations like that that you are closely working with? You know, we work a lot with our cities, mm-hmm. uh, our school districts. Um, organizationally, there, there, there are many partners that get involved, businesses. You know, we do teen nights at some of our branches where we open up the wide late. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's pizza shops and restaurants and folks that are sponsoring and supplying food. And we always welcome people to do that 
Um, we announced last year that the Y has to do this differently, and that means not do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we are always open to partners coming in and being a part of what we do, or right. us being a part of what they do. There you so go. in Gladney's situation, we don't run this. Yeah, uh, We just know that we have access to thousands of people that we can educate around foster care and adoption yeah. and help Gladney find homes for kids. Yeah. You know, when there's over 25,000 kids that don't have a place to live in the state of Texas, the Y can at least be a partner and help um, educate people on that. But any partner uh, that we have, school districts are big, cities are big. Uh, they've invested in communities um, and have helped us build Ys or build programs. A lot of foundations uh, have worked with us, but, you know, I mean, even the, the, the police department, yeah. you know, works with us. So it's just... Every, we're open to all partners. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah, Hope Local was on the show not too long ago. We actually recorded that out at Camp Carter. And uh, the, the the statistic they gave me was we have X number of churches in Texas, and we have X number of children looking for homes. And the number of churches outweighed the number of children. And so if you do the math, if one every church sponsored one child, there would be no more issues. So I've said the same thing. And so crazy? I look at it as let's let's get the Y partnering probably with more than just Gladney. Yeah. Um, and educate families. Let's bring it to them, you know, in their communities instead of having them go to someone else. Yeah. And then let's do it right in Fort Worth. And then let's get the other 50 Y associations in Texas to partner locally as well. Yeah. Get our churches involved. We could... I, I always say we can put the foster care system out of business. Yeah. You'd be, you'd, you could. You really could. <laughs> it's all YRAN now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, think, I mean, 25,000 kids and millions of people in Texas, and we can't find homes. It's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you want to tell our listeners before we get out of here? You know, uh, I would just tell people that the Y is doing some great things, and if they ever want to learn, talk, uh, be a part of any anything that's going on, and then if we're having any issues, we are we are great with feedback. So uh, we are not perfect at all we do, but I can tell you in the two years I've been here, we are moving forward. Yeah. Um, where should they go primarily to get information on what we talked about today? So you can go to our website. Um, it's ymcafw.org. Okay. And you can just uh, click on the camp. And it'll take you to the camp page uh, and give you more information. Okay. I'll make sure, actually, uh, when I get to work in the morning, that, that I make sure that, that there's something on the front page of what I just gave you. So okay. <laughs> uh, ymcafw.org is our main website. Okay. Uh, but I'll make sure we get something on there so it's an easy click and you can find out what's going Perfect. on. Perfect. And then this, of course, is your uh, Instagram, YMCA Camp Carter. Y'all had another one I saw. It was YMCA Metropolitan or something yes, like that. Yes, uh, the Fort Worth Y has it, but Camp has websites and Instagram, and most of our branches do. Very cool. Yep. Very cool. Last set of questions I got. These are the, the, the favorites. Uh, favorite live music, places to eat, other hangout spots. Do you have a live music spot you like to check out? You know, uh, you're not running around doing yeah. all this work. So my fiance uh, loves music. So she is uh, introducing me into the band culture. Nice. Uh, I was a huge Kenny Rogers guy. Okay. So I went to 17 concerts. And then, 17 Kenny Rogers concerts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what? then, uh, yeah, and have talked to him on the phone and uh, <laughs> have, uh, you know, he, he called me, actually. Yeah. yeah. When I was a Y guy because he showed up at one of my uh, Ys. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was in Houston. Yeah. Um, 
so you know but then i'm also you know back then was you know justin timberlake michael jackson prince (laughs) you know i I was all over the place so my dream concert was all of them together it's not possible anymore no uh but wild though i love to go listen to music so is there a venue that uh, y'all frequent uh no honestly no i have not been to is it billy bob's yeah no i haven't gone there yet i I, i've been trying like i've been to all the big venues uh to see different concerts we saw um garth brooks uh when he was here yeah um that wasn't my favorite venue because the it's just the place is so big yeah for me it wasn't uh the sound wasn't that good did you say american airlines yeah 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 Yeah, Yeah. dickies is pretty cool yeah i I have been to dickies but not for a concert for those big national acts now there's a lot of really great live music and if you ever need a suggestion on where to go our the fort worth roots facebook page is just littered with it oh yeah yeah so stacy has taken me to a few i just can't recite i can't cite who they are uh, she likes local bands. Okay. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's the path and journey I am now on. <laughs> well, it's a fun one, and you're yeah. never going to run out of something to that's do. That's right. That's, there's yeah. live music every night at some, some location. Yeah. Uh, how about favorite places to eat? Gosh, my everyone gets mad at me when I say this, but my favorite is Papacitos. <laughs> well, I'm not mad at you. It's delicious. But they don't understand. I came to Houston, it was Papacitos, and then I left, and you can never find it again. Oh, really? So when I got here, uh, it was awesome to be able to go. But so I, that's, that's a Texas thing. It is. Okay. Yes, and I, I, I love uh, Mexican food. Probably not as much as all of you do. Yeah. Because uh, it seems like... We live on it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I mean, the, for every... <laughs> 20 Mexican restaurants I might be able to find something else yeah uh, big sushi <laughs> you know sushi guy and then uh, love uh, Italian food and I've been to one Italian restaurant because that I can't find any mm-hmm. uh, and I was in the north where it was all Italian yeah. so you couldn't find Mexican restaurants yeah. so I, uh, and Tex-Mex is very different than the Mexican food I had in California. Oh, yeah. No, so I, I had a buddy that was telling me, uh, he was from California, and he kept telling us that, you know, Tex-Mex doesn't have anything on Cali Mexican food. So I tried it when I got there, and it was good, but yeah. it wasn't Tex-Mex. Yeah. So it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So where do I frequent and go to the most would probably be a better answer. Yeah. And I got to say, it's... um. It downtown, mm-hmm. I just walk out of my office and just go find a restaurant. And yeah. so, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, uh, local restaurants yeah. that I try to frequent. So I hit most of them most of the time. From Do you ever hit up uh, Lonesome Dove? I have, yeah. It's yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely my favorite. But place. I even like the market over on uh, 7th Street. It's, a, it's kind of a grocery store slash restaurant. Kind of small, but they have some great food there. And Instable, Istanbul, is that what it's called? Uh, Mediterranean food. I mean, there's just all kinds of yeah. options if you walk around. Right, you know? right. Little hamburger joints, all mm-hmm. kinds of things. But mm-hmm. Okay. Well, next time we have you on, you'll have to have a solid answer for live music venues. I will. G- give me some time. <laughs> to get around and i will uh i'll let you know who the local favorite is perfect i'm gonna try to get this out really quick so um we're gonna keep it short today all right but mike thank you so much for being on the show yeah. and uh really looking forward to april 22nd for the river oak spring fest car show i know that's gonna be awesome i'll stick around after it's all over i'll help pick up trash all right i well, know that's yeah. a thing right yeah everybody <laughs> when you come pick up trash everyone. yeah yeah, yeah. everybody leave yeah. with something all right, right. Yeah. four Roots, thanks for listening we'll see you next week
ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. And thank you to our guest today, Mr. Mike Brown, the president and CEO of Metropolitan Fort Worth. Man, um, that was a short episode, but we packed a lot of information into that. This guy has had quite the journey getting to Fort Worth. And uh, I'm glad that we got another good, uh, good citizen here with us making a difference in the community. Uh, yeah, I'm rushing this one. I had everything hot and ready and going, so I was like, let's just let's just do it. I'll do the intro, I'll do the outro, we'll put this together. Um, April 22nd is coming up really fast, so I wanted to just go ahead and do the thing, get it out to you. I've already got one episode this week, but now you get two. And I've got that backlog that I'm still trying to clear, so you're going to get surprise episodes just kind of all over the place. And you know what? This is a great uh, uh, palate cleanser after the uh, Monday episode we released with uh, the JJTM guys, right? Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Where are we at? Let's do uh, sponsors real quick. I already told you about Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can go to roofingsolutionshauck.com. Their phone number is 817-692-8496. And you get 50% off of a roofing tune-up by telling them you heard about them here on the Fort Worth Reads podcast. Houck Walker Originals. You can go to houckwalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts. Also, laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. They do great work. Angela did the the uh, custom mugs for us at our last uh, September event, and they were amazing. They do all sorts of custom stuff, so keep Fort Worth uh, dollars in Fort Worth pockets. If you need a custom gift idea or you need something personalized for the house or the office, go check them out, halkwalker.com. Woodpost Metalworks, woodpostmetalworks.com. Use offer code PODCAST817 at checkout. I've been dropping stuff on the uh, Fort Worth Roots Facebook page with all their new designs that they've been putting out. These people are busy. They are super busy, but it's because they put out incredible stuff. Um, They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Again, that's uh, woodpostmetalworks.com. Our new sponsors, McFly's Pub. This place is awesome. Uh, if you haven't been out there, it's just outside the east gate of the base over here on Meandering. The actual address is something totally different. But if you are in River Oaks and you're on that main drag, uh, you turn on to Robert's Cutoff. And you head the... Uh, which way do you go there? Well, if you're going towards the base and you're going through that intersection, you'd take a right. If you're heading away from the base, you would take a left. Um, and then you hit meandering, hang a left there, and you just keep going until you see Marty McFly hanging off the edge of the building. He's just kind of sitting up there perched, waiting on you. You walk inside, there's just all sorts of cool stuff all over the place. Murals and uh, different stuff they've picked up, uh, reminiscent from the, the 80s culture and the Back to the Future scene. Uh, lots of cool stuff. But the drinks are great, the vibe is awesome, and they have an incredible patio area. There's a really badass fire pit in the back. And uh, I've spent way too much time sitting in front of that thing, having great conversation with awesome people. Uh, live music there quite a bit, and there's always events. There's a Easter egg hunt coming up uh, April 22nd at 9 p.m. So here's what here's the move. You go to the River Oak Spring Fest Car Show. You make a day of it. It's a lot of fun. Maybe you go get some lunch, hang out. Maybe you already had lunch at one of the food trucks that's going to be out there. And then you can head over to McFly's for their uh, little Easter thingy, Easter egg hunt. 
me make sure I've got those informations right. I think that's right. If not, I'll tell you again on the next episode because I do not have it in front of me. But it is April 22nd. I think that's right. Okay. Um, and then pouring glory. Don't forget about our homies over there. Best burger in town. It's not just my opinion. They won awards in the Fort Worth uh, Weekly. Yeah. I only hang out with people that won awards in the Fort Worth Weekly. I think that's true. Anyway, they won an award too. Their food is amazing. They've got beer on tap. And they also have a really awesome patio area. Andrew, why do you have two bars? Well, they offer two entirely different products. They offer two entirely different vibes. And they are located on two different sides of town. Pouring Glory is over there by Main at Southside's old location. Uh, Main Street, south of I-30. And about three blocks west of I-35. Right there. You found it. Pouring Glory. You know, you can just look these places up. You just type in Pouring Glory into your navigation. It'll pull it right up. That's how you do that. Anyway, go check them out. When you get there, find Scott. If you don't see him, ask for him. Say, I want to see Scott. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. And then just uh, introduce yourself and tell him you heard about him on the Fort Worth Reach podcast. You got to do that. It's a big part of it. (laughs) You don't have to do that. You do not have to advertise for me. But you do need to go check out my friends. All right. That's all of that. And then we got events. You know, this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, the Psychedelic Panther Music Festival starts at 4 p.m. at Lola's. And it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to be there. I'll have it all set up and you can come take pictures and hang out. If you got a good joke to tell or a story to tell, you can sit down with me and uh, jump on the Roadcaster. So if you've ever wanted to do something on the Roadcaster, anytime I'm at one of these events, you can just bug me. Say, hey, I got this story about this one thing. I'll be like, sit down, put on the headset, let's go. I will uh, definitely ask you for a picture. And uh, yeah, it'll be good. So again, that's Lola's. That is this weekend, Friday and Saturday. There's going to be a ton of bands. There's going to be two stages. If you've never been to Lola's, it's a great location. Cool food. Great beer. I should have said that the other way around. Great food, cold beer. Anyway, good deal. All right. And then uh, April 20th, the 420 event. That's on a Thursday. I am still uh, working on some details for you on that. But Denver Williams is going to be there. Uh, Great musician. Great local musician. And there's going to be a few of his uh, homies playing with us, I think. So check that out. It's going to be good stuff. Uh, and then fast forward right after that, we'll be doing the River Oak Spring Fest car show. So we've talked about that enough today. I'm not going to bore you anymore <laughs> with more details on that. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, if you ever want to hit me up, the phone number will be in the show notes and you can leave messages. That's always fun to do. So, all right. You're the best. I love you. This is, uh, it's got to be short. It's got to be short and sweet so we can get this out. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye.